everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. And we are here to talk about our new favorite show, The Way Home. We're talking about episodes four and five. Going to be really fun. I'm film critic Rachel Wagner and Michelle's here. Hey, everyone. And Kristen is here. Hello. I can't wait to talk about these two episodes. Yes. <laughs> I've <been> waiting. <laughs> yes. Yeah. These, this show is just really taken off. I, I, I guess now that the name for the group is Ponders. How do we feel about that? Ponders. Oh, cause we, cause they jump into a pond. Yeah. I like that. Like, it's okay. <laughs> I mean, it's no hardies, but I feel like it'll do. <laughs> I feel like I saw earlier on that they were trying to find like a fandom name yeah. and they were doing votes and one of them was homies. And I was like, that just doesn't, I think they were trying to play on the hearties, but oh, yeah, yeah, it just doesn't sound right. No, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we should still be workshopping uh, yeah. the uh, yeah. ponders. I, I don't know if I fully accept that, but we'll go with it for now. <laughs> But uh, yeah, two more episodes. Uh, and Michelle, how do you feel about the sh- how the show's going so far? Um, I'm really, really, and really enjoying it. Um, I was talking to a friend yesterday actually about how hard I am struggling with finding good TV. Mm-hmm. Not so much good TV, but TV where I'm watching five episodes at a time and you don't really feel it. I feel like everything right now that I'm watching is a struggle, and I don't know if it's just where I am in life not having mm-hmm. as, as much time feeling a bit tired but shows that I feel like are made for me shows like the crime shows and you know I, I'm a big fan of criminal minds I've really been enjoying, enjoying the new season of that but mm-hmm. even shows like that that have been recommended to me I'm really struggling yeah um, and I feel like this is the only show that's on right now other than the last of us where I am like excited every week and I'm devastated when there's not an episode on. Um, it just feels like such easy viewing. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm really yeah. enjoying it. And especially just with not being able to do Heartland as well just now, um, it's definitely filling that hole for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't watch a ton of television. I watch more movies, as we all know. Uh, but aside from All Creatures Great and Small, which is... Ugh, love that show so much uh yeah this is definitely my favorite show currently airing i really and i am glad we're covering it because it's not the kind of show i would probably watch on my own so that's always fun a perk of the the podcast <laughs> yeah what about you Kristen? what do you think of it so far well i was gonna say i agree with michelle like the last of us and, and the way home are like the two shows <laughs> that i'm like most excited to be watching every week and i just love like I don't know. They, I feel like there's a lot of depth in this show and a lot of like, like little theories that you can kind of put together. And mm-hmm. um, I love, I love when you can like do that, you know, when you're, you're trying to like piece together, wait, d- does this connect back to something we heard in episode two? And like, does this connect back to this? And um, I don't know. I feel like I've not really watched many Hallmark. Um, I mean, I know they haven't really done that many shows, but I mean, I haven't really watched many of their shows before. And this feels like a little bit more, I don't know, like serious, a little bit more mm-hmm. elevated, so to speak. Yeah. Um, something that I wasn't really expecting. So I really love it. So I'm excited. Yeah, And I think it's really cool that they're developing uh, like plot lines, particularly for Kat and for Alice, like that are both equally engaging. You know, mm-hmm. it's not just your teenage it's not really I wouldn't it is a teenage show but it's not only a teenage show you've also got Kat you've got Dell just these three women are so fun yeah you got something for everybody yeah yeah episode we're gonna talk about is called uh what's my age again and this is uh the fourth episode and it's Alice double dates with her parents as teens Kat's first visit to the past brings a surprising discovery and Dell swallows her pride to ask for help. So Michelle, overall, what do you think about this episode? Um, yeah, I really love this episode. Um, and I feel like I just was, I knew that she would time travel, but I also didn't know. It still took me by surprise that they did this so quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wasn't expecting it for like a fourth episode. I was sort of expecting it you know a couple episodes down the line you know yeah. towards the finale um but yeah the, the idea that both of them are time traveling at the same time is not something that I 
was expecting um and for them to also not talk about it and keep it a secret um that really surprised me as well um but yeah um i thought this is a really good episode for elliot as well um you just saw like a whole other sort of side of elliot um and how sort of asking the question of how difficult a situation he's found himself in um yeah for elliot <laughs> what, what do you think Kristen, overall of this one? um i thought this one was so fun i love the whole double date aspect and like really getting to see like not even just see what is it like to be, you know see your parents as kids but like actually interact with them and be like oh wow my dad was kind of a snob like he's kind of a jerk okay um and yeah the the whole thing with the mom time traveling that was crazy as well and I'm just like tell people about this tell your daughter like I need her to know um I thought Elliot's story with Dell I thought it was kind of random like I get that it's kind of just showing like the girls are so deep in the past that they're letting the present kind of like mm. just go like they're not they're not um you know, there for, for Jill when she needs them. Um, but I, for me, the, the, the heart of this, I really love just seeing cat time travel and then seeing them all kind of seeing the, that first date, that double date, uh, in the past. And, um, I can't wait to see like what that's going to mean. Oh, yeah. it was just so exciting. Yeah. And I agree with you, Michelle, about the, the fact that I am surprised they are doing as much so quickly in the story. Mm-hmm. Cause you think they're going to want multiple seasons and stuff. And, and I thought it would take a while for Kat to realize and for her to time travel and all the stuff in the fourth episode is surprising. I, I think at the amount of story that they've told so far in mm-hmm. just this handful of episodes, because especially a Hallmark show, I mean, when calls the heart, oh my gosh, it took them forever <laughs> to have any progress with Jack and Elizabeth. It took so long. Uh, and uh we all know how they handled that but uh but yeah all of those shows are have just been so slow as far as their pacing and and uh, so this is definitely just so different in every way from anything homework's ever done uh before yeah i think they must have a lot set up if they're doing this so quickly that's what would be my hope right like that they already have planned some crazy things I i we have to get heather conkle on to find out more about that. I, I really am curious to see how, how far out they have this planned or is this going to be kind of like lost where they're sort of making it up as they go? Yeah. And I don't know if it's just, you know, my algorithm, um, because I, I do follow a lot of Hallmark stuff. I follow a lot uh-huh. of stuff, uh, Supergirl stuff. So that I get a lot of Kyler fans on my timeline, um, myself included. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's just that, but it just feels like the space that this show is occupying online is just really lovely. Um, and it's just full of people with theories and just having a blast watching this show and just being so surprised that Hallmark has produced something like this. And it would be, I, I don't know, I really I really can't see this show going anywhere anytime soon. Yeah. Um, I will be surprised if this show doesn't get renewed for multiple seasons yeah and I, like you said i just hope that they have multiple seasons in them that they haven't you know gone too fast too quickly um mm-hmm. ho 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 we'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast it's the hallmarkies patreon do you love hallmarkies podcast especially at christmas do you enjoy the holiday previews recaps interviews and bonus episodes if the answer is yes, please consider supporting the Hallmarkies Patreon. We need your help to do what we do both during the Christmas season and all year round. But not only do you help a podcast led by strong, independent women by becoming a Patreon, you get to become a part of the Hallmarkies family. Starting at only $2 a month as a patron, you will have access to our Facebook Patreon group where we talk about the movies, shows, and more all year. We also have many monthly patron watch-alongs with guests like Lacey Chabert, Natalie Hall, Paul Campbell, Mary Lou Henner, and more, giving their behind-the-scenes details of their films. As a patron, you also have the chance to provide input into the podcast and even join us at different tiers. So this Christmas season, spread some cheer to the Hallmarkies Patreon and become a member today. You won't regret it. 
Go to patreon.com slash hallmarkies to learn more. That's patreon.com slash hallmarkies. Yeah. So what did we think of, uh, what did we think of Kat and Andy that kind of got developed a little bit in this episode? Uh, Alex Malari Jr. Pretty dreamy, I think. And he was in the, uh, uh, one of the, um, uh, the Discovery Plus Christmas movies this last uh, year that I forget what it was called, but it was in the one with Bobby Flay. He was in that one, but, uh, but he's an animal doctor. <laughs> I gotta um, say, I was kind of surprised by how quick they kind of, you know, it was like, can I get your number? And then it was like, oh, we have a kiss already. I, yeah. I don't know. I was kind of surprised. It kind of felt like it came out of nowhere a little bit, but that yeah. was just, that just surprised me. <laughs> I was surprised too. What about you, Michelle? Yeah, completely surprised. <laughs> um, especially because Brady's there as well. So she's, she's got three love interests at currently. Um, yeah. It would be interesting to see if he will be coming back um I really hope not because I think this show is down is doing such an amazing job with the cat and, and Elliot slow burn mm-hmm. I feel like that they've, they've really really um mm-hmm. mastered that storytelling aspect of their relationship mm-hmm. um and I really don't want um some a storyline like that to come in between them um mm-hmm. I feel like they don't need it um and I feel like sometimes shows add too much into the pot at the one time and yeah, I would just like to see that the Elliot and Cat and Brady sort of storyline yeah. play out. I don't think I don't think we need three. <laughs> well, yeah, because I mean she has such a good chemistry with Brady too. So it's 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 a lot going on. And and you do have that scene with Dell uh, and Elliot, and she says some advice, play the long game, which I think considering he's been playing this game since he was a teenager, he's been playing the long game. <laughs> Um, but uh but i think that that was fun and the whole lobster festival is very hallmarky that was fun i thought yeah oh yeah, yeah. that's definitely fun <laughs> yeah i thought they're doing a really good job of setting setting up the town as well and setting up the vibe of the town um and mm-hmm. the community aspect of it and all of the sort of side characters i thought they've done that really well considering it's episode four and there's already people that we know friends and mm-hmm. you know next parents and just all of these different people that populate the town yeah i think they did too and especially when you get into the roxy and mm-hmm. that whole element was very nostalgic and very sweet and you got that sense of just this real town that people care about each other and uh, and then uh, i also really enjoy the cat I think the casting for both Elliot's is really strong like it feels like this is the same person they did a very good job I think with that yeah uh, absolutely young and because it's not like one of the things I didn't uh I guess nitpick with the Shazam movie is I didn't feel like they were the same person like at all like mm-hmm. the child the teen and the and Zachary Levi as much as charming as he is I did not feel like that was the same person Mm-hmm. And, and so, but in this case, I think they did a really good job. They feel like the same person. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And you can definitely tell that the, the actors have worked together on sort of the mannerisms uh-huh. and like, it's, it's sort of eerie how, um, how similar they are physically, um, just in their mannerisms alone. Yeah. I'd love to know kind of what they did, if they did work together and kind of, uh, or if that was more just the direction. Mm-hmm. and of helping them to be the same but they they did a, a really good job I agree with that and um and then so we have this double date between Brady and Kat and Nick and Alice and uh, that it is kind of a weird plot thread with this Nick and Alice the fact that she would fall in love with somebody so quickly from the past and uh you know what's going to happen with that what do you think about that Kristen I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. I don't know. Like, I think like what we've said in the the past episodes, he just has that, like that quintessential, like nineties guy vibe that like, I get, I don't know. I get it. I get why she's like, you know, kind of enthralled in this world of like, you know, her mom is a teenager and like, you know, this, this hunky nineties guy that she just, you know, is falling for. It's like, you know, especially because I guess in the beginning of this season, she's had such a difficult life 
you know, and she'd had a lot of like struggles and getting in trouble in school and her parents separating. And now it's kind of like, she's able to be at the very beginning of this, I don't know, just like new fresh thing in this, in, you know, in this town that has such a connection to her family. So I don't know, I'm, I'm enjoying it. And mm-hmm. I feel like you even see like on their date, you know, Nick is the one that's, you know, kind of on her side and like sees the same thing she's seeing, you know, especially in like the relationship with like her parents and being like, why, why is my dad such a snob? And like, you know, is cool with Elliot. And, you know, he seems like he's just friendly with everybody. Well, but it feels like, how can this play out? Well, I don't think it can play out well, but I'm curious to see what they do. Yeah. What do you think about that, Michelle? Um, yeah, I mean, I agree with Preston. Like he's so perfectly cast um, and he's so likable just in terms of the character and the actor. Um, and I do think they have done a really smart thing with making him so like lovely and kind and so not what you would think when you sort of look at a guy like, you know, the, the flannel and the leather and the long hair, but he mm-hmm. is just a really, really sweet guy. And so that sort of helps you sort of feel like you understand a little bit of what Alice, you know, can sort of forget the fact that he's you know a 40 year old in her timeline it does it just also doesn't help that know who's playing that who's going to be playing future yes. and that's all I can think about um <laughs> and I've never actually seen him play anything other than this one character so that's also not helping mm-hmm. um but I, I do think they have captured um a really special thing with it does feel like a little bubble, a little escapism bubble that Alice goes into every time she goes into the past. Um, but I don't think that can last very long. No, because obviously yeah. it would be super yeah. weird and awkward. It's, so they can't. Yeah. But I love what you said, the escapism bubble. I feel like that's like what this whole thing is, right? It's like, you know, she she's like kind of rejecting the present mm-hmm. to be in this mm-hmm. like little escapism bubble where everything feels perfect and she gets to like know these people on like a deeper level in her family and yeah. in, in the community. Well, and if people don't know, Carrie James, who is Caleb on Heartland is going to be old Nick. And so we're all us Heartland fans are greatly looking forward to that. But, uh, but yeah, I had thought for sure that he was going to show up at the, um, at the Roxy closure. I was surprised my, that we didn't get him next episode. My heart was because I was like oh my god this is gonna be a disaster (laughs) right and then you're like waiting and you're like okay but like there has to be that one more moment and we're gonna see him even if it's just like a quick and nope they didn't give it to us (laughs) yeah because you would think he would be there for this important moment Mm -hmm. in his pain in his his mom's life uh so that was a little bit surprising they're definitely uh they're they're making us wait for that but uh um but yeah, so then you have, not only do you have Alice going on this double date with her parents, which is awkward, but you have Kat watching the whole thing uh, going on. And it seems like there would be some kind of time, space, time continuum problem with Kat actually coming to contact with her former self. Like, there can, can there be two of her in the same, in the same, I guess we'll find out. I mean, the only thing I could think is maybe it because she's, it's not like her, she's the same age. Maybe her younger self won't even know who she is. And mm-hmm. so maybe it won't affect it that way if she even ends up coming across her. But I mean, we did get to see, like, not only did she get to watch everything on this date, but she like got to talk to, her, you know, her dad and like see her brother that had passed. And that was like really emotional too, Yeah, you know? So she has yeah. a lot of just like emotional stuff. I feel like going on between like, seeing these people that she's lost and isn't over and then kind of missing maybe what she had with Brady or missing, you know, I don't know. It was like very nostalgic, her watching all that stuff. And it's like, maybe this whole time, you know, just like how Alice has been going back, maybe her mom was going back too. And just did, they just didn't know, you know, maybe this is all like Mm -hmm. has happened in the future or in the past. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you think that Kat has any right to be upset with Elliot? about all this (laughs) uh I mean maybe I mean she is the mom like I would be like I want to know what's happening with you know my family so if she my kid was like time traveling to the past and like 
my friend knew, especially now that she's, and you know what? None of them though are communicating. They yeah. all need to just come out and say it. We're time traveling everyone. <laughs> so uh, I don't know. I mean, I think that he's right though, that she wouldn't have believed him. And, uh, and, and really when he, when he's like, you're traveling through time and, and the thing that you're taking away from that is being mad at me. Like mm, That's true. I don't know. Uh, and he uh, says that uh, you should be helping Dell, not making life harder. So mm. um, we find out that uh, there's just one cow left from the, I guess they had a, a several uh, with um, when her husband was Colton, right? His name? Mm. Yeah. When he was still there. And, uh, and so then they, uh, so the old miss is the name of the cow and it's calving in this episode and they find out that it's breach. And, uh, I can't remember why Andy, the veterinarian can't be there to help with this. <laughs> they have to do it all by themselves. Oh, was it like a storm, right? Was it a storm? Yeah. Yeah. And he like went home. Mm-hmm. Um, so when they're on the date, they, uh, they are watching, I thought they were watching Blair Witch Project because they're like, it's shaky cam. It's kind of scary. That came out in 1999, but then like in the next episode said their first movie was the sixth sense. And I was like, I think that was the sixth sense. And that doesn't have any shaky cam. The dad, um, they, she corrected him. Alice corrects him because he was wrong. But oh, she, okay. it's supposed to be one of those, well, she, she knows cause she was just there yesterday. <laughs> he doesn't okay. remember because it was like, however many decades ago for him at that point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that, that was very, uh, a fun little reference because, uh, I actually grew up in, uh, in near Burksville, Maryland, where the Blair Witch Project is set. And it was a true like phenomenon. I mean, there were like people were coming to visit, coming to see it. Uh, it was a big deal. I actually have never seen it because I'm not that big into scary movies, but just from living near there, it was a, a big deal. That movie, people really did believe it. Wow. Uh, so I thought that was kind of fun. And, uh, and yeah, do we think that Brady is, is Alice being too hard on Brady, teen Brady is, or do you think he was really a jerk? What do you think? Um, Kristen I mean he kind of was a jerk he (laughs) definitely you know was very like you know had that elitism especially like coming into this small town and but I think you know you grow up and you know maybe things that you know you look at things differently but I mean definitely as a teenager I mean I don't know if she should hold it against him necessarily he was a kid Mm -hmm. um and this kind of is where they're you know if, if they don't date and get married she doesn't exist right Uh, back to the future situation that that um that picture of them really will start disappearing but um you know I I think he was a jerk but at the same time you know obviously he's grown up and is trying to be a better father and a better person and you know I think as we get into episode five you know it makes you start wondering like you know what is his deal like does he miss his wife does he miss what they had like is he nostalgic is he jealous you know like there's you know, you're still trying to figure him out, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like he was just sort of a little bit, like a little bit cocky, a little Mm -hmm. bit confident, you know, and he's like, I've got the five-year plan, got it all figured out. (laughs) Yeah. You know, he wasn't the nicest to Elliot, but maybe he knew Elliot has a crush on, you know, his girlfriend, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's definitely going to be a rivalry building between the two of them. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, What do you think, Michelle? Um, yeah, I mean, he's he's definitely a bit of a snob, um, as sort of the, the teenage Brady. Um, I do wish, uh, as much as I'm all in on Kat and Elliot, I do wish we, we we will get to see more of Brady and Kat's relationship because I think for me it's just a little bit hard to understand what she saw in him. I think mm-hmm. it's easy. I think it's easy to see what she saw him as a teenager because she's sort of got blinders on a little bit she's a teenager she's sort of swept up in it all but I would like to sort of understand a little bit more about what it is about him that she you know wanted to build a life with him um was Mm -hmm. it you know our family situation did that you know help her make that decision in some way or or you know did she you know I, I just wish we got a little bit more of him just to understand and 
I do think he is like a, a regular cast member so hopefully we will see a little bit more of that but mm-hmm. yeah we'll see are you feeling now would you say you're team Elliot for Kat or team Brady team Elliot team Elliot you too Kristen yeah I guess I would say team Elliot um but I see what you mean like I think especially at the end of this episode you could see why why Alice was like why did you like this guy mom but then you I feel like when we're seeing it through cat like adult cat's eyes she's still like nostalgic about it and still like you know gets why she as a young girl like you know really loved him um Mm -hmm. but yeah I'm curious like about that and also like to see more of young Elliot because I feel like we've seen like adult Elliot and young Elliot is sort of just like he shows up to be like all right I'm helping you with this thing okay and that's it like I'd like Mm -hmm. to see more of like how does he get to where he is now Mm -hmm. yeah I think we'll, we'll hopefully we will see that and we will get to know and were you surprised at all that Kat aside from talking to Elliot kept all this time travel secret I was I would have blurted it out I would especially (laughs) like I mean I get what we were saying before of like you know maybe Elliot couldn't tell her initially because she he would she would think that he's crazy but like once she's time traveled first of all I would have walked right up to those girls and been like wait it's me (laughs) it's me your mom I'm here in the past um and even after that like the fact that she hasn't said anything to Alice like I know you're time traveling I also time traveled with you like and I think maybe that just shows maybe they'll eventually get there and it's just showing that their connection in the present day they still don't have like a strong mother-daughter relationship yet at this point where they can like actually confide in each other you know what I mean like maybe she I don't know why she's not saying it though like what is what is holding her back from telling her daughter that they both are time traveling I don't know well and I I wouldn't have been like confident seeing just the two girls that I was time traveling mm-hmm. I, I feel like it would take me a few more things to be like oh my gosh I'm in 1999 right and not like so I, I probably would have said something in the lake and yeah. having visions of you know of death in the lake yeah you know? I'd be like is this a dream or the afterlife or something mm-hmm. <laughs> uh yeah so that was interesting I mean I guess it helps with her character because it just keeps more mystery going. Like the more she doesn't say things, the more we're kind of putting the pieces together. So I think it works character-wise in the story, uh, but uh, but whether that's what most of us would do when we time travel through Magic Lake, I, I don't know. <laughs> but at least she seemed kind of surprised to, to time travel, whereas like I felt like with Alice, it was kind of, she was just like, oh, this is cool. I'm thinking I would be kind of amazed. <laughs> If I was, yeah, all yeah. Time I did think that when when I was watching, I was like, I think Rachel will be happy because <clears throat> she definitely had a more appropriate response to yeah. the time travel. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right. Uh, so, what would you give this episode one to ten? What do you think? Uh, what do you think, Kristen? Oh, maybe an eight because for the most part, I love the episode. I was kind of meh about the Dell and Elliot stuff in the present day. I just thought like, I don't know. Mm. I, I was more intrigued by the, you know, the date and um, the time traveling mom and, and all that stuff. So yeah, maybe eight. Yeah. What about you, Michelle? Um, yeah, I'll say eight. Um, I was just really blown away by Kyler's acting in this one. Um, and I agree. I think the Dell uh, stuff wasn't as great. Um, I just wish it was a bit more sort of tied together. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it just in terms of the acting, just been really strong. Because mm-hmm. it is true that like any time that if you were were able to see the people that have passed on, especially a child in your life that had, had passed on, like see them again, like that would be mm-hmm. so emotional. I, I, uh, there's this um what was it called there was this take on christmas carol with tony braxton that on lifetime a few years ago and instead of having the ghosts be ghosts they had them be her parents who had died in a car accident and now we're coming back to help her which i thought was such like an interesting moving take and what they did is every single time she saw her mother she like broke down even mm-hmm. if she had just seen her like a few minutes before she's still and and I think that's totally accurate like you would never not you would never get kind of used to seeing that mm-hmm. uh, and so I, I 
I, I think they got that tone really, really well here. So I agree. And eight, I think uh, the double date was really fun. Yeah. And <laughs> it makes you think like, what would that be like if you were on a double date with your parents? <laughs> when they were speaking. Um, yeah, that would. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Merch Store. Are you looking for that perfect gift for the postable, hardy, or Hallmarky in your life? What about getting that t-shirt or hoodie that will help you stand out at your next holiday party? Now is the time to check out the Hallmarkies Merch Store. Full of festive designs by artists like Jessica Miller, Carrie from Hallmark Comics, and more. You can even have more than just shirts, but totes, cell phone cases, notebooks, mugs, and more. And it isn't just Hallmark. We have designs for Anna Green Gables, Man from Snowy River, The Nanny, and more. Every purchase at the merch store goes to help support the podcast and allows us to make the great content you know and love. There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies or see the link in the description. That's tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies. So let's talk about episode five, Don't Dream It's Over. And it's Kat and Elliot chaperone the high school's back to the 90s dance. Alice searches for a piece of her past in the present day. Dell says goodbye to more memories as local landmark closes its doors. So this one starts out with the uh, the theater is closing, the Roxy. And uh, as you know, obviously as a movie lover, that was very, very nostalgic, very fun. And I, I liked that sense of community that they showed mm-hmm. uh, with the the Roxy and all the memories and everything it was very sweet. Um, overall, what did you think of this episode, Michelle? Um, yeah, I really like this one. Um, I, don't, I don't think they've had a bad episode yet. Mm-hmm. Um, it is driving me crazy that they aren't talking about the fact that they're both time traveling. <laughs> um, uh, and I did like all of the, the Cat and Elliot stuff. Um, yeah, again, I'm just sort of struggling a little bit with with uh with Brady um I just would yeah I, I just don't know what way they're going to go with it mm-hmm. um and yeah the, the next stuff had me on edge the whole episode and I, I was surprised even though the show is on Hallmark it's not made by Hallmark I don't think um yeah so I Vista. was surprised that they actually did have that conversation of like it's a 40 year old man <laughs> like they were like <laughs> illegal <laughs> Yeah, oh my gosh. I really thought I really think that Brady and Kat have really good chemistry. I mean, that kiss was great, I thought. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they're building that up that I could see legitimately the writers going where she ends up with Brady. Like they're doing a good job with that of like making because a lot of times with love triangles, it's just so obvious who they're going to pick. Mm-hmm. So uh the fact they've kind of allowed some mystery, I think, between the two uh is nice. Uh, it's good but uh, what do you think overall of this one Kristen yeah yeah well going off what you said and you know they've also set up like that both of these guys have a history with her so you you know it's not like oh this is a new romantic interest and an old romantic interest you know which it's like they both have like this big past with her <laughs> that you know you really could go either way but I did like this episode um I I loved like the the 90s like I feel like it was a lot of like movie and nostalgic references you know even like the um you know, the moment on the stairs, with, yes. um, you know, with Kat and Elliot and it's like the kiss me from like, uh, he's all that, or she's all that yeah. kind of moment. Um, I, I know that the stuff with, with Alice and Nick is weird, but I wanted to, I get her curiosity. Like I would want to just see, like, I just like, who is this? Like, what is this person doing now? Like, I would want to like research and just know, like, who are you now mm-hmm. based off of who I knew? So I get why she's curious. It's it's definitely like a weird situation. <laughs> um, maybe that's why they were like, we don't want to bring him in just yet because, you know, it is, it is a weird thing, but I yeah. get why she wants to know. Um, especially since she's like, you know, already everyone from the past that we've seen, she had, she does know who they are in modern day. Like it's her mom, it's her dad, it's her mom's best friend, it's her grandmother, you know? And so like, this is like the one mystery person kind of right now where it's like, we know who he is in the past, but who is he now? Like, what is his deal? Um, you know, and then like you guys said, all the, the this yeah. love triangle of, of Kat, Elliot and Brady, it's like, yeah, where are we going to go? This, this episode though also like kind of, 
gave me some theories around Kat and her time traveling, which maybe when we get to that, I, I can, I'll talk about oh, that. Yeah, I do think this had a lot of 90s, uh, 90s flair to it. I mean, the dancing to the Goo Goo Dolls, the um, Dave Matthews band versus Lip Biscuit. and uh, yeah and that moment down the stairs with the red dress was very she's all bad and Mm -hmm. very rom-com that was even more sort of meta because kyla was in the spoof of she's all that not another teen movie and she did the walking down the stairs where she falls (laughs) that's a great yeah so this is like the second time she's spoofed the same scene Oh, that's awesome. Maybe that's why yeah. they they did it. They were like, we can do any 90s moment. You've already done it. Let's do it again. <laughs> Let's do it again. Yeah. And so we learn a little bit more about what's going on with Brady. Uh, he, I guess things are bumpy with Rachel. Do you think we're ever going to meet Rachel? Probably not. Guess, yeah, probably not. Uh, but uh, but things are bumpier. And, uh, and then she says, please don't confuse missing me as a friend with missing me as a wife. Mm. So I thought that was, that was a good line. Yeah, and good line. yeah. And so then a teen Elliot tells him, I, I stand by what future me said. <laughs> Things are getting confusing. And, uh, and then Brady says, I had a feeling like I was coming home. And when he first, when he came visit and uh and then you also have like i said this whole conversation between adult brady and El- adult elliot them one up in each other trying to impress cat and limp biscuit versus dave matthews man yeah there was like yeah, a I mean, great oh you go ahead no i'm just gonna say i think they have a really good dynamic as well as actors like they, uh-huh. they bounce off each other really well um and i think that really helps the the dynamic as well between the three of them yeah, I think they do. And the fact that, like I said, there is some uh, questioning of who she will pick in the end, I think mm-hmm. kind of adds to that. Yeah, and that, that fun parallel of like the dinner in the 90s versus the dinner in the modern day. And it was kind of like the same energy, you know, mm-hmm. I thought that was a really nice like callback to kind of just show like, you know, even if you're not able to necessarily be in the past the whole time, like you can see how they've like there are things about these people that have like stayed the same and things that have changed. And you're kind of mm-hmm. seeing that in that, that parallel moment. Yeah. And then we have this whole scene between Alice and Nick on the uh, car. <laughs> they're, uh, they're getting very cozy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, then they, uh, and then there's this whole dance. Uh, adult Elliot asks Kat to dance. And that was very sweet. Mm-hmm. And uh, then, uh, yeah, then we get this red dress down the stairs. And uh, and then Alice talks to Brady and says, I'm glad you are who you are now, <laughs> uh, which is cute. And it's a back to the 90s dance that they mm-hmm. go to. And... Which is so ironic that that's, you know, like mm-hmm. this dance is coming up. It's back to the 90s. She's the one traveling back to the 90s and also trying to get Nick to basically come to meet her in present day in the 90s, like setting it all up to be at this dance. I was just like, what a yeah, what a strange like loop that is. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, it's just so weird for me. Like, I'm not ready for the 90s to be nostalgic, <laughs> to be like looking back. On- <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> I was watching um that 90s show. Um, oh yeah how was that well yeah I, I enjoyed it um you know I don't think it's as good as that 70s show uh-huh. but I heard on a podcast they were reviewing it and they were like we're as far away from the 90s as we were from the 70s when that show started and it like made me it's wild <laughs> it made me so old I was like <laughs> what is happening no, how is uh, that possible we're getting old <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> And uh, so then they have this whole thing at the Roxy. Uh, Dell and Byron go on a date to the Roxy closing. Uh, what do you think of of Dell and Byron? And are you surprised that they haven't? I feel like they haven't involved Dell as much as they could have. I, maybe that's going to be coming. I mean, are we going to see Dell going through time travel? You think? What do you think, Kristen? 
I wouldn't be surprised. That would be awesome. But you're right. I, now that you say it, they haven't really included her in much of the story, even in that fourth episode, like she's off to the side with mm-hmm. Elliot. She's not really like in what's happening. Um, I would think maybe like, you know, as we keep going, maybe she'll finally start coming into the loop as Alice and Kat start connecting more. Maybe they'll finally like reveal their time traveling and then maybe she'll kind of get involved in there. But yeah, as of right now, she hasn't really done a lot. And even like the Byron Mm -hmm. date, like, you know, it's great that she's able to finally start wanting to move on, but I don't know, it wasn't really doing anything for me. Um, Mm -hmm. I, I feel like they set it up just so that you could see that picture of her and her husband at the Roxy and being like, oh no, yeah. oh, maybe I don't want to be on the state anymore. I miss my husband still. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm just really curious how much she knows and if she is even aware that, uh, that like time travel with Colton and Jacob might've be a possibility. If she even, mm. she did wait a long time to have the memorial service. I mean, mm. from, from when they were missing, but, uh, but I don't know. What do you think, Michelle, about Dell? Um, I mean, I felt a little bit awkward during the, the whole, you know, dating Byron thing because mm-hmm. it felt like everyone was telling her to move on before she was clearly clearly ready. Mm-hmm. Um, it felt like people weren't really respecting her. You know, it, it sort of happened with the boat and then the date. It just feels like people aren't really like <laughs> she's telling people how she feels and people aren't really listening. They're sort of pushing her. Um, and yeah, I, I do wish we got a little bit more um, with Dell. Um, and I'm I'm surprised, you know, maybe it, it just does a lot of work doing both timelines. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I was convinced in the first episode that she knew. Now I'm not 100% sure because, you know, like Kristen said, like the, the whole sort of Colton Jacob aspect changes that. Um, yeah. You know. Well, and... And uh, Kat says, well, what if we told him, like, what if we tell Jacob to, uh, and warn him in Mm. the past? And so, you know, that would change everything, but how could you not want to? That's kind of where my like theory was kind of coming in a little of, Mm -hmm. well, first of all, like she brings it up also Jacob in this episode, when he sees that she's around kind of refers to her as this white witch. She's like, oh, the white witch is here. Um, and so I was like, what if, what if like, she gets so desperate that Kat is like, I'm going to try to save my brother. I'm going to try to protect him. And maybe she takes him into the future without meaning to, or maybe into a different timeline without meaning to. And maybe he's not really like kidnapped or whatever they think happened to him. Maybe he's just stuck in a different timeline because she thought she was helping him, but really started whatever it was that made him go missing to begin with. Yeah. Because Mm -hmm. I mean, we know 1814 is going to come into play sometime. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got that in the in the pilot so what if he is somehow in 1814 Ooh, that would be pretty cool but yeah. it would also be crazy because it'd be like everything that they've been doing is kind of what caused this kind of trauma in their family to begin with if that is the case mm-hmm. yeah Oof. yeah can i just say like, i did not expect this type of conversation about a hallmark show um there was a, <laughs> there's a show on netflix a time travel show called dark it's a German oh, show. If you yeah. like time travel, mm-hmm. it's one of the best time travel uh, like shows, movies, anything ever. Um, don't let the subtitles put you off. It's so good. But one of the main like concepts all the way through it, and it's not a spoiler, is that one of the, the kids gets time travels and gets stuck in the past and grows up in the past and become... And so when we... It's sort of this weird, mm-hmm. you know, circle where there's multiple sort of and I just when I started the second season I had to watch a whole video about the first season so that it was all clear in my head again before I started and I feel like this is what this is turning into I feel like uh-huh. the hallmark show is turning, it's <laughs> yeah. like frying my it was like melting my brain trying to come up with all of these different theories it's so fun but I just didn't expect it and yeah. <laughs> like considering now we're gonna have, well, yeah now we're gonna have to be has. looking out for a random old person yeah, in the yeah. background well, yeah, like is that him yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean it, yeah it, it, you almost think are they gonna so they're going back to 1999 and you wonder if there there'll be another t- time period because uh yeah i mean because i was 1814 in 
wouldn't be alive in 1999. Um, but, but yeah, it almost has like Outlander or, you know, some of these shows where they go back in time. And if yeah. Del goes through the pond, will she come out when she was a teenager? Yeah. Like how, how, what are the rules of the pond and mm-hmm. how does it dictate, yeah. you know, where you go or mm-hmm. where you're needed, I suppose? I, I'm not yeah. sure. Like what, what if, all, eight, what if that girl ahead. from 1814 is Del? And she like, t- I don't know, yeah. time travel to some different time or something. And then yeah, maybe that's what if why she t- time traveled into the 90s and then start? Well, like, what if she's from the past? We don't know. Yeah. I don't know. She was kind of yeah. young. So I thought maybe it was Alice. If it, if it is one of them, like it looked like a I, teenager. Like what if Alice yeah. ends up going to 1814 and then has to run and jump back? In, I don't know. There's, so There's something. Yeah, and just like my, my one theory that I think is definitely, um, I think is a thing is that Alice starts the almanac. I think that is definitely. Mm. That would be so cool if, like, it ter- somehow she ends up instead of tra- time traveling to the nineties, ends up time traveling to you know whatever before eighteen fourteen. Maybe that's why those people are running after because they're like, "How did you get here? Like, you're you're too modern. You you know, are you a witch?" And then maybe she starts that almanac and then you know has to time travel back to her present day and that's why she's like running into that lake or something mm-hmm. Ooh, that'd be cool yeah. if that was alice that started it all. <laughs> uh and then we have the the bracelet going on in this episode where the when she first the reason why she jumps into the pond at the beginning is because she threw her bracelet in there and uh, and so we find out that that was actually cat's bracelet that was given to her by brady it was nice getting to see, you know, a moment like that because they had mentioned it. And then now that you get to go into the past, you get to, you know, really see it happen and all like the, mm-hmm. you know, those little hints of like, they bring it up and now we're going to get to see it in the past. Yeah. What did you think, uh, Michelle, of the kiss between Brady and and Kat? What do you think? I, I didn't expect to see something like that on Hallmark. I mean, I, I <laughs> like it's not shocking in the least, uh-huh. but for a Hallmark viewer, um, just strictly thinking about that world, I was like, oh, <laughs> definitely yeah, a surprise. I mean, it's, yeah. Jack and, and Elizabeth, Jack and Elizabeth actually had some pretty uh, hot kisses uh, in One Calls the Heart. It was just an incredibly slow moving romance. But, uh, but, but yeah, so they, they can have some kisses, kisses in Hallmark, but, but it, it was surprising just for their characters, I think, uh, that, uh, that, that they had this very mm-hmm. passionate kiss i thought i do think they have really excellent chemistry and then you have elliot seeing them kiss from the distance and of course he doesn't see that she says like mm-hmm. no you know this is not not happening or whatever he, she says i don't think we can go back even if we wanted to which is really interesting when you consider she has gone back in time <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah yeah I, i'm not sure just because you know i'm familiar with the writers and things like that but I would be interested, even though I, I, I do think Kat and Elliot are sort of the way they're, they're going sort of long term. Um, I think it would be interesting to see like a Brady, not so much a redemption arc, but just to see him, you know, really grow and change throughout the show. I think that would be, I would be down for that. Absolutely. Um, because I do think the actors, I don't think they romantically have the best chemistry, but because I, do, I don't really see them as a romantic couple. Uh-huh. Um but I do think they, they do have good chemistry as actors. Yeah. Oh, that just made me think I'd love to see like a sliding doors episode or something where it's like, we see what would have happened if Kat ended up with Elliot and what would happen if she ended up with Brady and like show the different, like, oh, mm-hmm. that'd be crazy. You know, like, ooh, go outside the box really with this. <laughs> yeah, that would be wild if they did kind of alternate because it's, it's, it, it's, it's how are they going to make time travel work in this story? You know, like, does the fact that now that Alice was on the date with them, does that change the timeline? You know, like, or how does her opinion of her dad affect Kat as a teen? Uh, you know, because you, you, you have to have them get together in order for her to be born. So you can't change things that much, but it's like, uh, but they, they said that they remembered her, you know, their friend Alice from back. So it was like, if she didn't go, would then nothing would have happened? You know, like, is it like you have to, she has to time travel and do all of this stuff in order for it to be the life that they currently have. Like maybe she was always meant to be there. 
Mm-hmm. And if she doesn't go, then like, what is that? Gonna mean? Yeah, that she was like, needed to be on the double date. If she hadn't been, then maybe there, everything would have changed. Uh, yeah. That's the paradox of time travel. I know it's crazy. <laughs> oh, time travel, man. It really gets you. But it sounds like things got pretty bad between Kat and Brady. Uh, mm-hmm. He, they said we were glorified roommates. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's, uh, it's can be rough. So, uh, you know, it's interesting to see how that all plays out. It'll be interesting if they do a backstory of why they decided to name Alice Alice. Mm-hmm. That would be kind of fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, I think that's, we covered most everything on this one. Uh, there's, you have everything at the Roxy as well. And, you know, they say we'll always have the mo- the memories of the Roxy. Mm-hmm. So uh, what would you give this one, Michelle, one to 10, this episode? Um, I'm going to give it a nine. Um, I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah. What, what do you think, Kristen? I think I might go seven because I was really waiting for a reveal. <laughs> a reveal about uh wh- who, which- who is nick <laughs> oh who is yeah he? i want to know i you really know, like- thought they were too because he would be there it just doesn't make sense that he wouldn't be there at his at this big moment for his moms yeah this but, one I, I i feel like you know they definitely did a lot more with cat and brady and elliot and i guess i i also like seeing what alice is doing and i feel like we didn't get as much of of that mm. this time around but yeah yeah, and you got to feel for Elliot, like managing all of these secrets all these years, <laughs> and not oh telling goodness. anybody mm-hmm. uh, is 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 pretty good. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I enjoyed all the '90s nostalgia, even if it made me feel old. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun in this one. Um, so I would give this one. I think I'll give it an eight, but I I did enjoy it. So. Let us know what you think of these two episodes. We'd love to hear your thoughts in the comment section or on Twitter. And uh, Kristen, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me at popcultureplanet.net, which is a site that I run where we talk all about the world of entertainment while also shining light on representation and inclusion. And uh, also just at Kmaldo, pretty much everywhere. K-A-Y-M-A-L-D-O. Great. And what about you, Michelle? Um, on Twitter, at Michelle R. Benson. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. Check that out and make sure you're following the podcast, Hallmarkies Pod and Hallmarkies Podcast, all of our social media. And if you like Ponders as the name, we could be the Ponders Podcast. I don't know. Let us know what you think about that uh, in the comments. And uh, also check out, also, if you're listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. That really helps us a lot. And uh, if you are watching on YouTube, please give the video a thumbs up, subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have our Hallmarkies podcast awards this week. So make sure to look forward to that. I think y'all will really enjoy it. And, uh, and let's see what else. Oh, and then check out the patron group and merch store. Uh, we really appreciate that support there. And thanks so much, everybody. We'll talk to y'all later. Bye.